Superhouse here, and the track you're listening to right now is the city theme from the Power Rangers game on Super Nintendo. This was covered by former Superhouse interviewee Toxic Eternity. And today we have a very special guest once again. His name is Jack Guzman. He was in End of the Spear and Scandal, and most notably, he was the Black Ranger on Power Rangers Wild Force. That was a series that ran from 2002 to 2003. Just a big disclaimer here, we did not talk solely about Power Rangers stuff, but that would definitely was a huge part of it. And there's even a commentary track in this episode as well for his favorite episode in his show, Wild Force. It was episode four, which was called Never Give Up, and that was an episode that featured him mainly. So anyway, without further ado, let's get started. All right, everybody, welcome to a very special episode of Superhouse Podcast. Today we have Jack Guzman with us here today. Just wanted to thank you for coming. Absolutely, man. What's going on, everybody? How you guys doing? <laughs> Fucking sweet. Um, yeah. so, so if you don't know already, Jack Guzman is maybe most famously so far anyway, known for, to be the uh, Black Ranger on Power Rangers Wild Force. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. That's, that's the, uh, the big one that I'm known for so far. You have action figures in your name. Yes. Basically. Yes. Very exciting. I'm, I'm always pumped about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, you're, you know, I've been acting ever since then as well. But uh, um, what's some of the stuff that you're kind of doing right now? Just start off with. You have a new movie coming out, correct? Uh, yes, I believe on March 24th. It's the same day that Power Rangers is coming out. There's a movie called The Walk of Fame. It's uh, starring Scott Eastwood, Malcolm McDowell, Chris Kattan. And a couple other people. It's a comedy uh, about a couple actors that get to Hollywood, and supposedly there's a teacher who's Malcolm McDowell and Chris Kattan that can teach them the uh, the art, I guess, of being great actors. But okay. they have no business acting. They're pretty crappy, all of them. So <laughs> that's the the funny thing in the whole movie. So it's it, it's a really funny comedy, man. Is this? Uh, I mean, Chris Kattan, man. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah, he's uh, he's starting to make sort of a comeback. I just saw that he's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that means that his career's gone almost or if yeah. he's coming up. But, no, it was just it was really cool working with him. You know, it was uh, we shot it in New Orleans. We were there for about two months. Okay. And then we shot the rest of it in L.A. Okay. And with him, we only got to work with him in New Orleans for a couple of days. And just, you know, hilarious guy, man. When when he's on and he's doing his thing, it's it's amazing, amazing what, to see him work. What, what's your role in it? I play two parts. Uh, one is called Officer Who Gives a Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I'm just a guy that's always trying to cause problems and, and you know, want to beat up everyone and then want to tase them all the time. And the other one is Rubicio Uccellini, okay. who's a Hispanic guy that just thinks because he sort of adds the Italian accent, he's Italian. But everybody okay. knows he's not. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> two different roles, so you have two completely different looks as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one uh, one is obviously just me, normal, and then the other one, the officer who gives a shit. I wear a uh, I wear a wig and a mustache that I look like out of the porn in the 1970s. Okay, <laughs> so it's okay. pretty funny. Just just seeing that is funny. All right. Uh, how was it working with uh, Malcolm McDowell? Did you get to work with him at all? Yeah, man, I had some scenes with him, and that cool. was just. For myself, it was a dream come true, man, because I've looked up to that guy, you know, forever, and he's been in so many movies, and he's just a legend, you know, so to work with someone like that was really nice, and when we were done working, he, you know, took me aside, and he was like, man, I don't understand why you're not doing so much more than what you are, because you're a real good actor, and gave me a lot of positive compliments, man, so it was a really nice thing. Okay. Awesome. 
Yeah, it was really cool. That's fucking sweet. So I was looking at your IMDb and your little bio there. It said that uh, you're from Columbia originally, but then yes. you moved to Miami when you're five. Exactly. And then time passes, of course, and then you go into film school, correct? No, no, no. Uh, well, my dad was a pilot and my mom was okay. a stewardess. Oh, so okay. I lived from the time that I was five until I was 16. Uh-huh. I would live six months in Miami okay. with my grandmother, my aunt, and my uncle. Okay. And then six months in Colombia with my oh, with shit. my mom. Okay. So I would just live literally six months in each place, and it was awesome, man, because okay. at the time... You know, it was that real different of a third world country yeah. and the U.S. Yeah. Every time I would come here, it was like going to Disneyland. Yeah. You know, the streets had no potholes, uh-huh. new cars, yeah. everything is clean. Yeah. And at that time also, there was a lot of stuff that you couldn't get in Colombia okay. that you could get here. So I'm talking to you from shoes to shirts to TVs, you know, just things like that. Okay. So it was a real, real awesome experience being able to grow up doing both things. And uh, once I turned 16... My mommy moved to uh, Miami. Okay. So then by then I was, you know, I always played football and that's what I wanted okay. to do. That was my, you know, people always ask, God, is acting your dream? And I'm like, no, man, my, my dream would be to be a wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I got a college scholarship when I, when I graduated high school. I went to Kansas. Okay. And I was there for two years. Uh, I didn't get to play because I hurt my knee the first year. Oh, yeah. And okay. then the second year. My father got sick in Colombia with cancer. Okay. So I gave up my scholarship. I gave up everything to go be with him. And then once he passed, I went back to Miami okay. and enrolled in Florida International University. Okay. There, I was uh, studying to be a teacher. But then I realized I didn't have the patience to probably work with kids nowadays. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I, I was kind of like, man, I don't know what I want to do. Then I started yeah. looking into psychology, and I enjoyed that a lot. But the problem okay. with that was... That unless you get a doctorate or a master's, yeah. you're really not going to be able to do much with it. Right. And I'm not too much of a school guy. So I was okay. like, man, I don't want to be in school 10, 15 years. Right. And just by pure luck, man, I had a buddy of mine. His name is Jose Corzino. Okay. He, uh, you know, approached me and he was like, hey, Jack, we have this class and it's a, a TV production class. Would you be able to help me, man? I need you to read a teleprompter. And I was like, what the hell is a teleprompter? I have, no, I have no clue what that is. He's like, no, man, trust me. It's super easy. You just sit in front of this thing and you read basically. I was like, yeah, man, no problem. I'll help yeah. you. So I show up at the class and, uh, you know, it's their final exam day and someone just couldn't make it. So they put me in, in their group and I read the teleprompter and then, you know, that's it. It was fun. It was cool. And at the end of the class, the teacher's like, okay, such and such group, which was his, you guys get an A. And I was like, what? Like, Whoa. this is what you guys do in class? <laughs> I'm like, man, this is awesome. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Sign me up. So I started taking a couple TV production classes. And uh, and also I took an acting class, you know, at, okay. the, at the school. And I just thought it was a lot of fun, man. And then just also by chance, they called me up. Or no, some guy was asking where I used to get a haircut back when I had hair. <laughs> yeah. um, and they were like, hey, we need extras for this movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what's an extra? And they're like, oh, you know, just the people who walk in the back and stuff. And I was like, cool, how much does it pay? And they're like, yeah, we'll give you 80 bucks plus, you know, you get fed and there's a lot of good looking girls and you can, right. you know, hang out. And I was like, hell yeah, I mm-hmm. would love to do that. So I went and I had a blast, man. I, I yeah. felt like the top of the world, you know, I, I was like, this is what I want to do for a living. Right. But I found out very quickly that the the downfall of it was the fact that 
you can't work that much or you couldn't back then in, right. in, in Florida. There wasn't that much extra work. Right. So I ended up making probably three to $5,000 the entire year. And uh -huh. I was like, oh, that's the catch. You know, that's yeah, why this yeah, job yeah, is yeah. so cool. Yeah. Um, and then just by talking to people on the set and stuff like that, they were like, well, you know, if you move to L.A., you can basically do extra work every day if you wanted. Right. right. And I was like, really, man? Because, you know, I'm working <laughs> construction now and, and uh -huh. I'm doing $80 a day busting my butt, you know. So if I can do that, that sounds pretty good. And then one thing led to another, and eventually I just put everything in my car and moved out here with a credit card that had $800 on it and $800 right. in cash, man. Right. I didn't have a job. I didn't know anything. I just wanted to come out here and be an extra. I didn't even right. want to act. Uh-huh. Okay. Interesting. So I came out, and I got an apartment, the same apartment where I'm, I am today. Oh, and shit. It, yeah, man, I've been there 17 years now. Wow. Um, and yeah, man, just started trying to get on sets and, and go do some extra work. And then I was really lucky through central casting. I, uh, I hooked up with them and then I was working basically Monday through Friday, man. Oh, it was shit. awesome. It was yeah. great. You know, I was making my money. I was, it was fun. I was on sets. And then, uh, some people started telling me like, God, Jack, you have this thing about you, man. Why don't you try acting? And I'm like, nah, you know, I don't really like that. That's not my thing. Right. And they were like, dude, just try it. You get paid better. You get, you know, treated better, all of the above. And I was like, well, whatever. So I started seeing agents and, and one agency picked me up and they were like, yeah, man, we'd love to have you. And then the audition of Power Rangers came. Right. And I had no clue, man, what I was getting into. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So that was yeah. kind of crazy. And yeah. I went and, uh, and I did like four or five auditions. And uh -huh. then the final one, it was down to me and another guy. Okay. And the audition was in Santa Clarita, and it was probably around 5, 6 o'clock. And they tell us, well, today we'll let you guys know by like 8 o'clock at night. Okay. And I was like, oh, cool, man. So I went home, and I had booked an extra job for the next day on CSI, regular oh, CSI. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I used to play a cop on there a lot. Uh-huh. And, um, and I never heard anything, man. So 8.30 and I was like 8.45 and I was like, oh man, I just didn't get it. You know, that sucks. But I was like, hey, screw it. I'm yeah. cool. I got work tomorrow. So I'm excited. Right. And then I go work at, you know, five, six in the morning. I'm on set eating breakfast and like around seven, my agency calls and they're like, hey, Jack, how did it go yesterday? And I was like, man, this, you know, I thought it went awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I felt great. I went, yeah. you know, and he was like, well, uh, what are you doing? And I couldn't tell my agent that I was doing extra work because they hate that. Oh, yeah, right, right. So right. I was like, oh, no, I'm here in Santa Clarita. I'm helping a buddy of mine move. <laughs> so, you know, what do you need? And he's like, no, man. Well, listen, tell your buddy that you're going to have to go because you booked the Power Rangers and they oh, want shit. you to go right now to try on your, your suit. Oh, shit, that was and, fast. And then, you know, they're going to give you your scripts and you start shooting on Monday. Right. And I was like, holy cow. So, you know, and me being so naive, my first thought was, oh, my God, how am I going to get out of this extra work? You know, and they're going to get pissed at me Yeah. when it's like, dude, I just booked a series regular. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone was super nice, man, on set. They were like, Jack, congratulations, man. Get the hell out of yeah. here. You know, go enjoy it. <laughs> so I did, man. And, and that's how everything begun with that, you know, and I yeah. was the last one to get casted. So that was kind of. Uh, oh, shit. OK. It was a yeah, yeah. no shit moment for me because, yeah. you know, all the other Rangers were already there. They had done their martial arts training. They had done okay. all, a lot of stuff that I missed. Uh-huh. So I was the newcomer and I was right. like, damn, how are these people going to welcome me? 
but uh, they were great man and and from then on yeah brother thank god i've been lucky enough to continue to just always you know every year i've been acting that's all i do i've been doing it now for 17 years i mean that's a hell of a start man i mean you went straight from ex extra work to being a series regular power ranger action figure in your name all that shit it was crazy you know? but i'll tell you it also messed with me a lot because yeah. you know i figured oh my god i've been here two years yeah. and this is one of my first all this and i book i go shit hollywood is easy oh yeah 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 you know <laughs> this is a, yeah. this is gonna be simple yeah and man when power rangers was done i didn't yeah. work for six months i oh, didn't shit. have yeah. one job oh shit so that started you know messing with my head like oh my right. god am i not a good actor or what's going on and and you know it's it's just i've learned now that there's a lot of up and downs right but also just a lot of luck man i got really yeah, lucky with this yeah. show and, and, and i mean look we're 15 years later and we're still here, here talking about it you yeah know? man it's just one of those things you know that part of like fandom in general exactly you know? so i feel very blessed man and very lucky that that i was a part of that you know and for myself i've never really taken acting classes or anything like that so right. power rangers was my 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 college of acting <laughs> right 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 you right. know I, I got thrown into the fire but i learned uh -huh. you know simple things how to hit your mark how to get under the lights right. the cameras just you know being a, a, on a, a series regular that you work every single day and you shoot right 44 episodes it's you learn a lot. So For 44 of these. Yeah, there was 44 oh, wow. episodes that we did. Holy crap. So it was really cool, man. Great experience. Plus, you know, monetarily, it was awesome. Too. Yeah. I went <laughs> yeah, from, yeah. from the salary of a background actor to, you know, a series regular. And that right. was like, damn. Right. Was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Time to get a car, a black car. <laughs> I actually did that. And holy cow. But, you know, again, me being so stupid and naive, I, you know, the amount of money we made, I was thinking, holy cow, that is so much. How oh, yeah. awesome. And yeah. I went and spent as if I was going to get that entire amount. Uh -huh. I didn't realize that after taxes, agent, oh, yeah. and all that, you yeah. pretty much end up with half. Right, right, right. So at the end of that year, I was already in debt, you could say, you know? Because <laughs> I yeah. spent what we made and not what we were actually getting. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. was another hell of a lesson to learn. What was your, your family must have been like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. No, they couldn't believe it, man. Especially, you know, my cousins. And, and yeah. then imagine when it came out in Colombia, it was yeah. oh shit, yeah. oh, ridiculous. Were bro. you like a fucking national hero? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. It was not so much as far as, uh, you know, national hero. But uh -huh. but yeah, when people found out, it was a huge deal. Yeah. Still to today, you know, I, even my nephews, it was funny because my sister called me and she's like, Jack, I'm going to need you to come over here and, and, you know, show your face because everyone at the school is calling your nephews liars because they say their uncle's a power ranger. Oh, right, right, right. And I was like, are you serious? And the teachers were upset. Like they called my sister in saying, hey, you got to tell your son to stop lying. Right. So, you know, and I think it was. Yeah. He's not lying. Yeah, I felt terrible, man. So I actually took a flight and it was, I think it was the last two days of school for okay. them. And I showed up, and it was just mayhem. Bro. They went nuts. Yeah, huh? it was awesome though. All right. right. So, and then of course, then they became heroes. You know, from yeah. from getting picked on and saying liars. Now they were awesome. That's fucking sweet, man. Mm -hmm. Is yeah. there is there like a do you have like ranger meetups outside of cons? Like, is there like an internal club? Like all the all the guys. It seems like you guys are close. You know what I mean? Like, it seemed like you knew. Like Akihiro is a stuntman that we that I know through some Japanese friends of mine, and he was was he on your show? I want to say he was. Oh, okay. Um, I thought maybe I thought maybe he was on another show, but you still knew him or something. But anyway, it seems like that 
all you guys are real close to each other. Am I wrong in saying that? Um, not necessarily. I mean, not me personally, at least. It's not like we get together and hang out. Okay. Or, hey, this year's a ranger or whatever. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. know. It's never been anything like that. Okay. With my cast, obviously, we did. We hung out a lot. We even took a trip to Jamaica together, oh, all shit. of us. You know, so it was very tight. But then life begins to happen. And, for example, Philip, who was my best friend at the time, right. you know, he had a uh, got married has kids then allison you know it's just we've all we still stay in contact and we talk but more than anything when we see each other at these cons now is when when we actually get to hang out for okay. a bit because i just think everyone is too busy you know and we're right. traveling and filming or whatever it is that life just continues man but we're always trying to stay close okay. now with the other people me personally i i really don't Okay. You know, I don't know many of them. Okay. I know like Jason Font and Michael Copan and those guys okay. from because we did that uh, episode where we both what's it called the reunion episode. Okay. So that was kind of cool, and I you know I know them, but I don't really hang out with them much outside of uh, outside of when we do these cons. Okay, just wondering. It, yeah. It, it kind of had that vibe to me for some reason. I'm not sure why. No, that's good though, because I mean we are close, you know, yeah. and, and God, it's nice to sit down and talk and remember. It, you know the the things that we did, or mm -hmm. or just talk and say, hey man, you know what are you up to and all that. But yeah, really we don't we don't tend to keep in touch like that. You go to Power Morphicon? Yes, I yeah. started I think uh, three years ago in 2012 was my first one. See, I didn't know about these cons, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're I had huge no now. clue. Yeah. But even before, you know, okay. Uh, actually, Jessica Ray, uh -huh. she used to go to all of these cons. Okay, and then never told us anything so for a long time <laughs> you know i used to hear about it but i didn't really know and, I, and even when they called me for morphicon i thought well who's gonna even want to talk to me if this was right. something that was like you know 10 years ago right right right. and they were like no jack you don't understand like yeah. dude you gotta come it's awesome and you know right. and you see a lot of the fans and and i started going and as you can see i've tried to go to more cons more often right right but, you know, I don't, it's just a lot of times I'm working and filming right. stuff, so I can't make it. But the ones that I can, I definitely try and go. I, I, I love meeting the fans, man, and, and for them to actually get to tell you stories, you know, about right. when they were getting bullied when they were young and certain episodes helped them out or, right. you know, a lot of life stories that, that that's another thing I really appreciate about this, this uh, series or this job was that it wasn't only entertainment, man. Truly, truly, a lot of people got a lot of positive things out of it. That's exactly what I was about to say. It seems like there's a kind of inherent positivity with Power Rangers, actually. I mean, it's, I don't know, maybe it's just like the positive martial arts action or I don't know what it is, but it's just like, I feel like some kids, when they watch this, they get more they probably could get more uh, self-esteem in a way. Absolutely, absolutely, you know? you're right, yeah. And I think it does have to do with sort of the martial arts thing because right. you know you gotta be pretty dedicated and have discipline to do martial arts. Right. So that's one thing. And then I think also it's just the, the whole premise of you know just young kids who are basically just normal. Right. And then they become something so special. Right, right, right. That right. gives people hope. Right. You know, so it's 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 a combination of those things, and I think that's why it's been such a success. Right. And been going on obviously for so much longer. You know. Than, right. And again, it's something so much bigger. I always say than just us as actors right, or right, right, right. or as a series or I mean, 
it's just I think pretty much everywhere in the world. Right. You mentioned Power Rangers, and everybody knows it. They know, yeah. You know, exactly. which is, and I, I think another thing that's so cool. Like I can tell people right now, oh, I'm, I've been on this and this show, or I did this one movie, and uh, I'm not sure if I know that. But if I say Power Rangers, yeah. everyone's eyes just lights up, and holy cow, right, you know, like, right, this right, is amazing. Right, right. So it's awesome, man. It's really a, a great thing to have been a part of. That's that's awesome, man. Um, what are some of the roles you're like, kind of? What's like your dream role? Is there is there is there one out there you're really aiming to get? You know, there really isn't a dream role because because okay. I truly love what I do. So okay. it's a blast. Whether right. no matter what I play, and you know, I, I hate to hear people sometimes complain that oh, I get typecast and I get this. <laughs> and it's like, you know, so what? Right, right, right. You get to act for a living, dude. Right, right, you right. You know, what you used to do as a kid, you pick up a gun and the other one's the Indian and you chase each other around. Right, right, right. And you get paid for that. Yeah. Like, what the heck do you have to complain yeah. about? <laughs> That's what Kevin Smith says. He's He says, we're... Uh, we're all getting paid as adults to play pretend for a living. It's, it's, Nobody it, can complain here. It is. It truly is, man. So yeah. for me, I just feel very lucky. But I would tell you now, if I had to say, like, man, something I really would love to do is that show Chicago Fire. Okay. Because, I remember you mentioned that at the convention. Yeah, because my cousin is a fireman, uh-huh. and I look up to him so much, and I've always thought, like, man, that's a great job. What a cool job. Right, right, But the right, problem right. is I'm terrified of heights. Uh-huh, yeah. So I don't think that would work out. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But I would, on TV, love to play a fireman. I played one on ER, you okay. know, and that was kind of cool. Okay. But uh, but it's that's one role that I would like. Or an undercover cop where I can wear jeans and a shirt and be a cop. Okay. I just hate being in suits or in a uniform. But you're okay with the Ranger uniform? or was Oh, that... hell yeah. That was fun. That was okay. Yeah, that was cool. Maybe not now because I'm a little chubby, but... <laughs> right. But back then, back then it was cool. <laughs> How old were you whenever you were cast in that role? I was 27 years old. Oh, shit. Okay. 27 years old playing an 18-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> you were yeah. a senior in high school? Mm-hmm. Was that filmed in New Zealand, or was that? No, we we were the last series to be shot here. Oh, okay. We did it in Santa Clarita. Oh shit! Yeah, and then it's all in New Zealand ever since then. Yeah, because Disney bought it the year okay. that the year that we got picked up. Uh-huh. Uh, Disney bought it, and then they started the next year in New Zealand. Because it's just cheap as hell to shoot there. I bet. I mean, it yeah. definitely. I, I you know either that or taxes or something. It's got to be something. But yeah. it was definitely worth it for them to move out there. All right. Yeah, which really I was super pissed off about the fact that. We were supposed to have that reunion episode and fly us to New Zealand, Uh and it never happened. Okay. What season was it supposed to be? The 11th season, because we did the 10th. Oh, okay. I got you. We were the 10th season, so season 11, we were supposed to fly out there and do the reunion, but I don't know whatever happened, and and it never happened then. Do you think shit's getting crazier for you because the new movie is coming out? Uh, as far as these type of interviews and Power uh-huh. Ranger stuff, yes, yeah. absolutely. You know, a lot of people, there's, it's just the traction starts all over again. And, mm-hmm. and people like, I just had, uh, I want to say three or four interviews with radio stations in Colombia. Okay. Because they're obviously interested. Uh, right. There were some magazines and stuff like that. So yeah, you, you see the difference, okay. you know, because everybody's hyped up about the movie. It kind of trickles down to you. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But as far as like other work, no, I, I don't really think okay. it has anything to do with it. You know, what would you say is uh, like your second most famous role after Power Rangers? Um, probably a movie called End of the Spear. 
End of the Spear? Okay. Yeah, it was a really cool movie, man. We were in Panama for four months okay. shooting that, and it was basically about the real life story of... Um, it's about these missionaries that went okay. in 1956 into Ecuador okay. to basically stop the oil people from killing Indians, the Waldanis. Okay. And the Waldani Indians were killing people. Okay. And, uh, you know, they wanted to go and basically teach them about Christ and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So see what they could do. And they got killed. Okay. And I played one of the Indians, you know, so okay. it was an awesome experience, man. I'm trying to think of what the, the guy's name, I'm, I'm blanking out right now, though. Uh, it's his story. Okay. You know, the, but it was all, again, a true, true story. And it turns out the movie, when the first two weeks that it came out in theaters, it was completely sold out everywhere. Oh, shit. So the movie was doing great. But the main actor, well, his name is Chad Allen. He is a very outspoken homosexual okay. and you know he's he's very proud and all that which we were all fine with and uh i think the the movie being sort of a christian movie everyone turned on him you know oh okay so the movie from from those two weeks after it was being sold out everywhere it just plummeted so it's billed as a christian movie sort of and then they sort, sort of, of yeah. but it's it just has a, a heck of i mean it's a christian theme for sure but the guy's gay, so they all turn on. So people got very upset that how dare, you know, they they make someone who's a homosexual play this part of a, a mission. It doesn't make any sense, man. It's ridiculous. You know, what I mean? you know? And, and he did such a phenomenal job. Yeah. You know, yeah, great yeah. job, man. I just, if I remember, I'll say it, but I can't remember the guy's name right now of who the movie's about. That's all right. But yeah, it was a that was another amazing experience, man. Did you have yeah. to learn any in, in, the the Native American dialect or, or language? Their or dialect. Their dialect. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, we were there learning their dialect from them, which they're the only ones who speak it. Uh huh. Okay. So it was it was hard as hell. That was really hard. But <laughs> What's cool. hello? No, not, it wasn't like that. We just okay. had, to, especially me. Uh -huh. I learned just my lines, man. Oh, okay. okay. You know, but it sounded yeah. sort of like. Uh, Let's see what I remember. Okay, like Wera na dajia chicharikanea. Oh shit! So it was really real. hard. Yeah, it was crazy, man. It, but it was a fun movie. <laughs> What'd you just say? Where is the Where is the food that we're gonna eat? Okay. All right. <laughs> this is a Native American tribe in Ecuador. Not Native American. Or na they're, Native? I mean, Native South American, Central American. It's just they're Ecuadorian. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, that's okay. where they're at, and still to this day. Yeah. If you go deep in the jungle enough, they haven't. Yeah. You know, they're still killing each other. Like those those lost tribes. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. If you look up the Waldanis, uh -huh. you'll you'll see all the stuff about them. Okay. Man, I just I'm still trying to remember what the hell that guy's name was, man. Oh well. I could look it up. Yeah. Let's, let's see. It, Hold on. I feel of, like the listener is going to be like, ah, yeah. Look, at, end of the spear, is the name of the movie. Movie. Yeah. I want to say Jim got. something. End of the Spear, Wikipedia. Da, 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 da. And there's been books written about it. It was, you know, it's a big deal. And, and it, as far as the Christian community, that movie is, is in everywhere. <laughs> a lot of them have seen it. Louis Leonardo, Chad Allen, yeah. Jack Guzman, Chase Ellison, Christina Souza, Sean McGowan, Beth Bailey. What is, Chad Allen, what's his character? Uh... His character is because that's the he he's Nate the or Steve Saint. There you go, brother. Okay. Steve yeah. Saint. Yes, <laughs> Nate and Steve Saint. Oh okay. boy, <laughs> that was Joey, by the way. Yeah, 
How you yes, doing? <laughs> that's exactly the uh, the guys who you know. That's okay. it's their story, and I got to meet him. You know, and and imagine, man, his father was the one that was killed. Okay. So it was a it was just a phenomenal experience, man. Phenomenal. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, was, when did this come out? It was in two thousand and five. Okay. Yeah. I remember seeing these posters a lot, but I don't yeah. think I ever got a chance to check it out. Yeah, but uh, if you get a chance, man, it's a re- it's actually a really good movie. You know, cool. Right, guys, right. It's really cool. I was working at Blockbuster at the time when this came out on video, and oh, uh, nice. we could not keep it in the store. Like people would come into Chicago and be like, "What do you do? You don't have it in the spirit?" And I was like, "What is this movie? Why do people want it?" Wow! I, wow. I never actually got around to seeing it as well, but um, I just remember it being really popular at the time. Yeah, man, it, and it's funny you mentioned that because you know us. We always said to people, "It's crazy how, you know, and not to bash on Christians, but." It was like, man, you know, they didn't want to go see it in the theaters because they didn't want to support it. Right. But as soon as the DVDs came out, like yeah. he was saying, they couldn't keep them. Right, right, right. Everyone was watching it because now you could watch it at your house and no one was going to judge you. Right. But <laughs> we were like, damn. So, you know, they stopped supporting us in the theaters, but it, they made a killing in the, in the DVDs. It's like, where's this forgive message, man? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my god it's got the message there no nah, the but movie. it was but it was cool man it was very nice to be a part of that yeah yeah that's cool yeah and i you know i actually i met the indians who actually killed those people oh shit. so that was another pretty interesting thing because one of the guys i played a guy named chemo okay who killed one of the missionaries but he was the first one to decide like you know what i'm not killing anymore okay so it was awesome but yet scary you know to see these people in front of you because I mean, dude, these guys are short as heck. You know, they're mm-hmm. barely five feet. All of them. Pretty much, yeah. And, okay. But they're, you know, you, it's in in their tribe. Like I couldn't say to you, Andrew, let's go here, mm-hmm. because you might grab your spear and spear the hell out of me. Oh shit! Like I have to talk as in I think we should all go there. Like you couldn't be aggressive in any way because they just kill the hell out of That's each other. That's their culture. Yeah, that was their culture. Absolutely. So if you're like direct in any sense, they're oh, like, you might get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> That's might, why no one's direct. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, actually, if if these uh, Christian missionaries wouldn't have gone in and spoken to them and taught them, yeah, they were basically going to go extinct. Okay. Yeah. They were just killing everybody, man. For... What, what was the success rate of the people be, like converting to Christianity? Was it successful at all? Somewhat, yeah, definitely, yeah. and you know they still have their beliefs and and they they live their lives, but now they were, I guess they're able to understand through trusting Christ. Right. They understand that there's forgiveness. Uh-huh. They've been forgiven for what they did. Okay, for you killing know, those people. For killing the missionaries, yeah. <laughs> God. Which is probably one of the coolest scenes in the movie. You know. Okay. That yeah. that part is awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad, but it was awesome. I uh. I saw Silence recently. That was a Scorsese movie. Mm-hmm. And it's about J- Jesuit missionaries in like the 1600s. They go to Japan. Okay. And there's a scene where they talk about the culture so different, especially at that time. They just can't wrap their heads around this idea of God. Uh-huh. Just in general. Sure. And I feel like a lot of movies don't bring that up, even if they do bring in that stuff, which most don't. Yeah. But it's interesting. It's like, you know, this is essentially a Middle Eastern version of God. Mm-hmm. And these people here, they only know a type of nature worship. Yeah. Ancient Japanese people. So they just, if they can't see it, like nature worship is actually has a kind of practical 
has a certain type of practicality to it because uh -huh. you can see nature so you can worship it but this god this this god that the bible talks about you can't see it absolutely that's you know the whole faith thing but so they they just and this is all true you know there's some truth to this what happened in history mm -hmm. and they just can't they had a very tough time spreading uh christianity in, in japan at that time yeah you no, know and, and like you're saying these these indians also their main belief was they called it the great big boa okay you have to be able to live a certain life where you're able to at the end of it jump over this great boa because okay. if not it would kill you okay and you would okay. just turn into basically termites okay that was their belief sort of say okay so yeah there's always something and it makes it easier because like what you're saying you it, it's nature it's there you can actually right. see it right 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 Where god it's it's all faith it's all yeah. just a belief yeah yeah, you know? yeah yeah but yeah that's interesting yeah they just i guess if you if you grow up in that type of environment you, i feel like a lot of people missionaries they're not they're probably not plan planned for that they're not they're not uh they need like briefing on that before they go on their trip it's like these they're not going to get it on a very base level, you know what I mean? And it's just because their culture is so different. Like these people in Ecuador, yeah, they've been in the forest for this long, you know? They're in the forest, correct? Am yeah, I yeah, right absolutely. Right saying yeah. that? Yeah. I mean the jungles. The jungle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, it's jungles. the jungles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a complete different lifestyle, man. Yeah. Completely, you know? And and even so, when, when they do say, okay, I've trusted Christ and I believe in all that, they do to a point. Yeah, right, you right, know, they're, right. They're not full-blown like these people are yeah. in our countries that are Christians. It's, it's just it doesn't work like that. They still right. live such different lives, you know? Right. But, but yeah, they get through to them. That's, ex that's almost the exact same thing that happened in silence where the Japanese people, they were equating the God of the Bible to the sun mm -hmm. the whole time because that was like kind of like kind of the highest thing in, in Shinto. Shinto is their religion there, the old religion. And uh, that was the only way they could kind of equate it. They could kind of just understand what they were even talking about. So they were these Christians that were dying. They were they were kind of dying for the sun in a way. It's just kind of weird. They yeah. just yeah, they just didn't get it. You know, <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know we would get on this topic, but this is cool. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be wild force shit the whole time. <laughs> well, let's jump back on it then. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be. I'm just yeah. That's cool. Yeah, man. No, it was fun. It was definitely a cool experience. What uh, what other stuff do you have? Do you have planned other than the movie coming out on the same day as the twenty fourth? Um, well, right now I have an episode of Teen Wolf okay. that should be out soon, and then there's a show on Showtime called "I'm Dying Up Here," and okay. I play a guy named Marco who's okay. a drug dealer. Okay. And I play, uh, I'm the drug dealer of one of the main guys on the show. Okay. So I'm hoping that maybe they'll bring me back for that. Okay. But it, I think it premieres now on Showtime in June. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Did you go uh, to Atlanta for Teen Wolf? Uh, no, no. I shot it here. Oh, is that shot here now? Yeah, in L.A. Okay. I think the first season was in Atlanta or something. I'm from Atlanta originally. Oh, so. okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of work going to Atlanta now. Yeah. Do you ever go out there? I've never been, man. Okay. I've never been. It's a bunch of stuff, yeah. Yeah. New Orleans also, I hear. There's a lot of stuff out there. Right. I actually heard New Orleans was going down, though, because Atlanta's taking it all. That absolutely. Plus, a lot of it is starting to come back here again because uh -huh, Garcetti right. did a lot of the stuff with the taxes and right, right, he's right. helping film come back over here. So it's a great thing for us. Did you have any other kind of, going back to way in the beginning of the podcast, but did you have any kind of culture shock whenever you would come back and forth from America and Columbia? Other yeah. than potholes and stuff? No, yeah, absolutely, man. It was like I'm telling you how I saw the United States, everything. As 
like a Disneyland. Mm-hmm. You know, just everything is clean. Right. Every the palm trees and you know just a lot of stuff that Colombia at the time wasn't like that. Okay. So it was awesome, man. It was really cool. And I assume you speak Spanish fluently. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Did that ever come into play whenever you were playing uh, uh, on Wild Force? No, never. They never did. Never. It only came into play when I uh, when I failed my first year of school here because I needed to go to ESOL class because I didn't speak English. Oh, okay. <laughs> did you pick it up pretty fast? Or? Sort of, but yeah. it was crazy because I grew up in Carroll City, Florida, which is all blacks. Oh, okay. So Interesting. It was it was tough. It yeah. was tough, uh, yeah, yeah, man. To learn, it was hilarious. I don't even know, like now looking back on it, the the way that we, you know, uh, spoke to each other, it was nuts. Was it just a lot of slang, basically? Or? Well, slang, and just for example, we'd be playing with, let's say, a white little car, uh-huh. and in in Spanish, blanco is white. Mm-hmm. So I would tell them, "Hey, man, I want the blanket car." Blanket. I thought blanket was white, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so. And then I'll never forget either, like, for example, the difference between a cup and a cop, uh, that it just sounded the same to me. Uh-huh. So I was, I was always, the, you know, a cap, a uh-huh. cap, a yeah, cap. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. damn, like, what's, you know, I just couldn't get it. Right. But once I got it, of course, it was, you know, it's a whole different thing. Pronunciation was harder than the grammar of it or whatever. Well, the grammar is tough as hell, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm terrible, you know, at grammar, but... But uh, speaking it, I don't know. It's one of those things that once you pick it up, you're like, oh, my God, now I get it, you know? But at the beginning, hell yeah, it was hard. You think in English? Sometimes. Mostly I do. I think mostly, mostly in English, but uh-huh. definitely I catch myself sometimes thinking in Spanish, too. You, you know? swear in Spanish? Uh, I can't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's crazy because uh, there's certain words in English that because of me knowing them in Spanish, I'll know what it is. Like, just to give you a quick example, was like a precipice mm-hmm. or a vagabond. Those are two words that always stick out in my mind because I knew them because of what I, you know, of the Spanish language and what I knew in Spanish. Right. That's how I learned certain things. So, yeah, I think in both languages. Okay. Yeah. You but, dream in both? You know, it's weird. No, probably dream in English a lot. Okay. Yeah, not in Spanish. I haven't, unless you know, I'm talking Spanish in the dream. Then it's different. Okay. But uh, but yeah, no, I I pretty much do everything in English in my head. Okay. Yeah. I always like to ask that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, shit, that's the first time I've ever been asked that. You put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the any kind of language stuff, I I find myself kind of interested in that kind of shit. Yeah, it's interesting. Plus, my grandmother only speaks Spanish, and oh, that's shit. who I grew up with. And then my mom, you know, now she's learning. I mean, you, she's known English all her life, but when she left from Miami up to northern Florida uh-huh. is when she started getting really good at it. Because okay. in Miami, you can get away without speaking Spanish. Yeah, English, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that doesn't help, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so. I had a coworker from Miami. Nice. And he said, well, you know, I'm from, I'm from Atlanta, uh-huh. so... I was talking about sweet tea. He asked what sweet tea was. And okay. I was like, oh, this, okay, yeah, you go so far down south. It's not the south anymore. It's a totally different <laughs> yeah. thing going on. Hell yeah. You know oh, no, I, mean? I, I always tell people, I think Miami is just, it's it's almost like a south or central America. It seems like yeah, that. Yeah, Miami's not, it's yeah. nothing like any other place in the United States. Right. Nothing. Cuban influence. Hell yeah, big yeah. time. Cuban, Colombian, you know, all of the Spanish countries. Do you want to move back there ever? Or? Absolutely. Yeah. My dream is that. I would okay. love to to be at a level in my acting where I can just get offers 
you know, fly out of Miami, right, go right, work right, wherever right. I have to work, and then go back. But yeah, I miss the beach, man. I miss, I miss it a lot. Miami's where I would love to end up someday. The beaches are better in Florida. My mom's from Pensacola. Okay, actually, yeah, absolutely. Totally different, obviously, way north, but it's yeah. I feel like Pensacola beaches are kind of better than LA beaches. Oh, a million times. You know, a- any beach in Florida is a better <laughs> than here. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 You know, because people here don't realize, like, man, you go to the beach here and you're dealing with that nasty sewer, yeah, tar all over your feet, yeah. Or if not, then it's so damn cold you have to wear a wetsuit. It's cold, yeah. And it's, it's like cold. Well, the whole point of going to the beach is to get tan, bro. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not gonna be wearing a wetsuit. Yeah. But yeah. no, that's, I mean, I'm just a very Caribbean guy, man. Uh-huh. I, I love it. You know, that's, that's what's fun for me. You like rum? Yeah, I like rum. Yeah. But whiskey's my main thing. Oh, yeah? yeah. What kind of whiskey? <laughs> Makers. Okay. Or Jameson. Okay. I like that. <laughs> love me some Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> so Maddie's from Kentucky. So Maddie, you into whiskey, bourbon and shit? I, I don't like, I, I don't think I, I've just recently gotten a job where I can afford to go drink fine, fine whiskeys <laughs> and try other things. But I mean, I do, I do enjoy Jameson and stuff, but I don't like, like, the, I can't do like cheaper whiskey anymore, man. I feel like I've gotten like, I don't know what happened in my old age. And as I get older, I'm just like, ah, if I'm going to spend money on whiskey, I want it to be really good. <laughs> nice. Yeah. My course. friend did bring some stuff called Ohio, which is from like Columbus, Ohio. Uh-huh. And, uh, that stuff was fucking great, man. It was so smooth. Wow. Oh, man. I mean, I doubt you guys could find it in um, L.A., but uh, if anyone ever brings you some, it's good. Yeah, and uh, good. I got a little too tipsy on it before I went out for, uh, <laughs> for New Year's. But, uh, nice. It was delicious, man. It goes down smooth, and it's kind of, that's what I want in a whiskey. You know, I don't need it to, like, make me cough or, you know, <laughs> lose my cool edge when I'm drinking it. I want it to go down. So, yeah, yeah. But, yeah I enjoy it's, it. It's funny you say that because for me – you know, when I was in college, that natty, natty ice. Uh-huh. Oh, dude. Cow, that, now <laughs> yeah. I can't drink that yeah. at all. Where yeah. back then, man, it was heaven. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the only thing is you don't want to be around people when they drink that because everyone seems to be farting and shitting their pants. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, that was uh, that's funny you say that, that your, your taste for, for whiskey has gotten better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I don't know what, what I don't know why it does. I just think you like the older you get. Hopefully, you're making a little more money. You can try nicer things, and it's good because you're like, oh well, I didn't know I like whiskey as much until I had like the best of whiskey, you know, yeah. or the or better beers. Because I mean, like you're saying, natty ice. It's like drinking like you know a craft beer is way better than like fucking natty ice yeah. or even like PBR. <laughs> yeah. But like I can't I can't stop drinking PBR. It's just like in my blood now. Yeah. But um, yeah, you it's just drunk off of PBR. We were living off PBR in college. No, oh, dude, that went on until Chicago. When I was living in Chicago, too, man. Oh, thirty. Were... I just remember riding riding my bike with a bag full of a thirty pack in my bag for for ten dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man, that was ridiculous. We, in Savannah, we would get twelve packs for six bucks. I think it was like 50 yeah, it was cheap. A beer. Damn, that's Damn. nice. It was nuts. That's like Mexico prices. Yeah, it was insane. It was insane. And, and, until PBR became like the hipster beer, uh, it was like super cheap everywhere. Now it's like you go get one, it's like five dollars. You're like, are you fucking for a PBR? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's like, hey, like for five bucks, I'm gonna get it like a better beer. You know? That's funny. It used to be just the cheap good beer, but yeah, now it has kind of a hipster vibe to it for some fucking reason. It's called art school, man. <laughs> yeah, just like all those artsy folks. You're like, it's cool because it's like not as bad as like Natty Ice, but it's not as good as other stuff. Like, I don't know, I prefer it over like a Bud, like Budweiser 
Yeah, I do too. Like PBR to me is tastes better, but um, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's got that cool logo too, man. <laughs> yeah. They won that one blue ribbon a hundred years ago and they <laughs> yeah, never dude. let it go. <laughs> hey man. Yeah, I mean it's working. It is working. Maybe yeah. maybe it didn't work for a while, but it's working now, man. That's true. Oh man. Um shit. Did you want to go into a commentary of one of your episodes? Sure, brother. That sounds good. This is going to be interesting. Thanks Let's for do doing it. this, man. Yeah, um, man. Maddie, I don't know if you want to get ready on your end as well, but oh, yeah, uh, cool. Yeah, I'll I'll sync it up real quick. Are you gonna have like the? Are you gonna have the audio play? Actually, no. We shouldn't do that. Um, I mean, you could so, probably turn it down a little bit if you if you need if we need to hear anything or something. My, mine's gonna be muted. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to give everybody a start time whenever we start this thing. Um, which one? What episode? Do? Oh, definitely never give up. Never give up. Yeah. Here Ready to go. Netflix or what? Netflix, yeah. yes. Power okay. Rangers, Wild Force. Episode four. four. Oh, yeah. You're in the thumbnail, too. That was my episode. That's why it's my favorite. Oh, shit. Oh, this is all about your how, character? Yeah. Very cool. L.A. question here, but how are the residuals on this show? They're okay. Not yeah. as good as you would think, man. Okay. Yeah, you know, for... I mean, we... It's not that we got screwed, because I don't want to say that either. Yeah, yeah, We, yeah. we did, uh, I mean, you know, made good money for what it was. Yeah. But, no, you can't compare this show to, like, a regular ABC show. You right. know, you, you... I mean, if you are on a hit show on ABC or NBC or any of those, you're making anywhere from twenty to $25,000 a week, you know? Or uh -huh. more. I mean, it goes all the way up to... Wait, uh, that's not... Is that residuals? No, no, no. That's oh, okay. your, your pay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, on this, we were making about eight to 10000 a week. Okay. Or an episode, I should say. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's a big difference. And then as far as the residuals go, I mean, I still get some residuals from it. But, you know, we're talking about six bucks. Six bucks? Seven bucks. You know, yeah. Just some check in the Checks mail. come in like that, yeah. Oh, so it's, wow. but okay. still, you know, it's for a job you did 15 years ago. So yeah, it's not yeah. bad. I go to 7-Eleven. Absolutely. I always say, man, this is a Subway sandwich right here. <laughs> all right, cool. You guys all queued up? Uh, I'm going, I'm, I'm still going there. Right. I'm just surprised there's so, there's so many different uh, Power Ranger shows. Dude, it repeats every fucking right. season. Hey, how about the, uh, how much of these shows are the original Japanese uh, footage the fighting footage like all per, of it. per episode oh really all the fighting almost all of it yeah okay almost all the fighting is well you can i mean i don't know i guess i might be able to tell you now when we're watching it but for the most part yeah a lot of the action stuff is usually japanese we didn't okay. we didn't do that much of it you don't even know that much martial arts i didn't personally uh-huh but before me yeah you know there i i think the very first one and the first ones yeah they definitely knew a lot of martial arts Davis, jason david frank yeah all those guys yeah. you know they 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 were better martial artists than actors i should say okay yeah. you know what i mean it yeah. was more about if you knew martial arts and you yeah. could do the stuff then that's what it was but later on i felt that it wasn't as important at least for my season yeah, yeah it yeah. wasn't like they asked me hey you know, have you done, do you, I could do yeah. some of it, but there wasn't a requirement. They can focus more on acting. And Absolutely. It's all, they can cut to something already shot. Absolutely. You know, like, it, kind of like the way they make the show is genius, because exactly. it's already half shots, made yeah. money in another country already. Yeah. You know, no, it's, it's fucking nuts. It's amazing. You ready, Joey? Yeah, he's, 
<laughs> we might have lost Joey. Yes, I'm ready. Oh, you ready? All right. So I'm going to give a countdown, all right? Starting at three. Three, two, one. Starting episode four. Mine's queuing up. Okay, it's just starting. Oh, I'm already, I'm already in. I'm watching this intro, man. Wow, for there you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is all Japanese here in the beginning. Uh, yes, all that is for sure. See, man, that was another great thing. Imagine every Saturday morning, we'd wake up and watch this stuff. You'd watch it yourself. Oh heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it must have been kind of surreal, man. Well, for me, I, I gotta admit, man, it was awesome because I would go out on a Friday night. And, you know, meet some girl and let her yeah. know, hey, man, I'm on this show, whatnot. And they were like, nah, I don't believe it. I was like, okay, well, come home with me and we'll hang out. I turn up the, move, the TV and I'm on there and I'm not lying to you. You're going to spend the rest of the day with me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was awesome. That's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> Look, I don't know if you know, but I'm, I'm a fucking Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, you know, every kid in the country knows me. See, it's funny because this right here uh-huh. was my very first shot ever. Oh, shit. So this is shot oh, almost wow. in order. We shot three episodes at once. So depending oh. on what location we were at, yeah. we'd shoot. But that right there, this is my very first scene ever. This is your first time acting, acting. Acting on the series, yes. Okay. Which was a, you know, it was a, a dolly shot, which is moving. Yeah. And I was right there, man. I was so, so terrified. You trying to get your mark and shit? Everything. I, yeah. It was just literally, I went from being a background guy to, you know, and then there's a Sandra. Uh-huh. She was actually my girlfriend for real. Oh, shit. Yeah. We dated okay. for about two and a half, three years. Oh, shit. And, but we met here. You know, we met on the show and then we dated for about two and a half, three years. You in there? Nice. On set relationship. So that look right there, that's real. That was a real look, man. That's like, <laughs> she will be mine. Well, yeah. you know, it was crazy because I didn't, I mean, I found her pretty and all that, but I was so terrified and concerned with me being on this new set and this show and all this stuff that I didn't even really hit on her or anything like that. But after, oh, and you see that that move right there wasn't me, obviously. Well, you could see he covers yeah. his face. Uh huh. That's um, a stunt man. Yeah, the stunt guys. I had a great stunt guy, but. I'm blanking out too now. I can't remember his name. But um, but after the show, you know, when she was done filming, she came to my trailer and was like, hey, you know, I just want to ask you, are you married or do you, you know. And, she, she was direct. And I was like, no, you know, why? And she's like, well, can I give you my number? And I was like, oh, my God, of course. Like, yeah. That's... <laughs> you so were just was... kind of in over your head with all this shit I, going Yeah, on. I was just literally, man, I wasn't thinking about dating or girls or anything unless yeah. it was friday night and i was wasted but, <laughs> but no it was just you know i was so overwhelmed with everything that was going on that i you know i didn't and thank god it was cool because me and her it was a short relationship but it was awesome and she was a great girl and you know just the timing of things were right at the time but she's a really really amazing person it's awesome hearing these stories because we had this one dude he's a huge rangers fan uh and He's met like most of the original cast, mm-hmm. and he said that Amy Jo Johnson was telling him that she was high the whole time making the movie, the first movie. <laughs> she was like in the Zord set and just high out of her mind. Oh my god, how funny! Yeah, <laughs> so, Amy Jo Johnson loves weed. That's 
How was this dude here, Blue Ranger guy? He was really cool, man. Yeah. Really, really cool. Literally, we, you know, obviously, since me and him worked together a lot, him being my best friend on the show, we became really tight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he lived with his mother at the time. Okay. And his mom was also very nice. And I was out here, you know, basically, I'm still out here by myself. So it was cool. I got to hang out with him a lot, would go eat dinner at his house. And we just we really bonded. We got together a lot. Me okay. And him. Me and him hung out the most, probably. Oh, shit, really? Okay. Yeah. Is he still acting now? He, Yeah, he does. He does some things here and there. You know, obviously, I'm sure he would like to do more. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, he's still doing it. I think the last time I spoke with him, though, he also works at Yamashiro. Do you know that restaurant? It's oh, on the okay. top of the Hollywood Hills. So heard, yeah, I know that one. A, yeah, heard amazing of restaurant, but he yeah. works there also. Okay. So he's still acting, but he, you know, he also... So he had a, he had a show... A hit show, and then he went back to kind of waiting and acting. That's sure. I mean, it's just home. remember he has two kids now, and you know, so uh -huh. you got to have that steady paycheck. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, he's, yeah. He's not a single guy anymore. Like you have responsibilities right. now. Right, 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 right. This here, uh, it's funny because, you know, that scene where I'm where I I had to act all like wow and all that you know i thought in my mind man i'm doing it so ridiculous and big already yeah we must have shot that like eight times because they were like jack more silly more big you know like <laughs> get almost done with it and i was like no it looked like it's big enough yeah you yeah, know? yeah yeah you're, you're <laughs> so like, that's too cheesy yeah man. but yeah it was that was another great thing about this show it taught me how to you know be just let go man don't be yeah. afraid to make an ass of yourself because right. sometimes it looks great that's right, what you right, need right right it's weird. It might feel huge to you, but, but on exactly. camera, it's like, it's just some normal shit. Exactly. Yeah. This here we shot uh, by by the Hollywood sign. There's a park downstairs. Uh -huh. and then Griffith Park? So, That's what it looks not like. necessarily no? Griffith, oh. but but like under under the, uh, by the Hollywood sign. This is another where you're not acting all the way. You're, <laughs> you're really feeling that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we were still just... You know, just meeting here. Oh, when yeah. The, the episode where she, some guy, some blonde guy in a little Mercedes tries to pick her up. Uh-huh. That's when we were already dating. Oh, okay. That's when we were already boyfriend okay. and girlfriend. This here still, we were just... You didn't know we're all you were, that yeah. well yet. These monster suits, they ship those from Japan? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And see, like, that's... This was all shot here. That was shot here. Okay. So, yeah, those parts are done here. How... Have you seen the Japanese version of your show? No, nah, never. Oh, okay. Be interesting to compare it, see what's different. But yeah, those suits, man, they uh, they shipped them over here in containers, I believe, so they stunk like hell. Oh, yeah, I think that the, they talked about that at the con. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This guy. Does the uh, Japanese, is it called Wild Force in Japan as well, or is that just like an Americanized... I don't know. Oh, okay. But I, I didn't know, know if Andrew could shed any light on that or not. Uh, but the only thing I know is that the Japanese season will be a year or two ahead of the one. American. One year. One year ahead. And then they'll release that same exact thing using even the same fighting footage from the Japanese show because they're all wearing these suits, right? Yeah. So they yeah. just make it on the cheap in that way. And it's and I guess we're just always a year behind. And it's been rebooted every fucking year. Yeah. The one it's thing nuts. that I think it's, is different is, uh, I, I don't know, and I'm not 100% uh, sure, but they st I've heard that my name in, in the Japanese version is the Gao Ranger. Gao. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. 
Gao might. Mm, yeah, I'm not sure. See, and then this whole animarium thing was the stages at Santa Clarita. Okay. And man, that was an amazing set. Yeah. Holy cow! It was like a real jungle, dude. Oh yeah. It was awesome. It's, it was huge. Yeah, really, and well done. I mean, phenomenal. Then this is up by uh, by Lancaster. Okay, this is all over the place. Yeah. You Gal see how it Gal says, Gal, says Gal, yeah. Gal Black? Yeah. That was me calling. I'll look that up, but I'm not sure what that means offhand. Yeah. Which, that had to be footage from the Japanese version. Because yeah, why right. wouldn't it say Black Ranger yeah, or yeah, Danny? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It yeah, says yeah. Gao. They so. just use that shot. Exactly. Yeah. This looks like the Liberty Bell or something. I don't know. That was called the Bell Org. Bell Org? Oh, yeah. Okay. He it's was the Bell Monster. The Bell Org. It's an org. I got to tell you, you know, watching these shows now as, a, as an adult, because I hadn't really watched any of these uh, since the original when I was a kid, I've been kind of catching up now just because the new movie's coming out and stuff. Mm -hmm. It, it, it kind of feels like I wonder if they, they took like a, an Adam West Batman influence because it's like there's a new monster every week and the costumes are outrageous and I mean even like I feel like when there's a at least in the original series as far as I remember anyway Rita Repulsa they're using Dutch angles for the for the villains so I don't know I just I wonder if they if they took that influence or not so this is all Japanese here yeah that footage is was the heights yeah. thing written into the character or did they know that about you and then they just added it or I no, guess it was, it was, it was already it. written it was just oh, okay. to be, you know it was pure mm -hmm. pure luck oh look at this this is when you do a bison move oh. What's funny is when you watch these, it'll, it'll count, it'll, when it cuts from the Japanese footage, some of the background will look like Tokyo or some shit, and that's then you're it. back in L.A. Exactly. That's that's <laughs> actually how you're able to tell a lot of the footage, yeah. which one is which. All the extras are Asian, too. Exactly. In some, some exactly. scenes. Which, I gotta be honest with you, I didn't notice that shit at all when I was a kid. Yeah, no. no. You, Not I at mean, all. I doubt it. I don't think anyone did. You know, I'm just really upset that I didn't keep my my helmet and my spandex and all that man dude you should you should have i wish i would have did they let you sort of they let the white ranger keep hers oh really but i didn't you know i don't know i don't know what i was thinking at the time but i do have that vest oh you do yeah my vest i, I my mom has it i sent it to her that's cool yeah you know those phones yeah all of that stuff we should have i should have kept it yeah So this Red Ranger guy, he was a—he was like a wild man in the first episode. Yeah, he supposedly is like, I guess, like a Tarzan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we find them and bring them on. How was it doing these scenes? So was it was it kind of awkward at first, like doing the it's morphin time scenes? It was it was fun, you yeah. know. But we had our moments, man, where yeah, we you know we'd get the giggles and <laughs> you couldn't stop laughing, you know. <laughs> Because we were all grown ass people, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, 
you know, this is not, I'm not a little kid all excited here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. See, that to me, I think, was Japanese. It just looks like it, yeah. I think. It's just really been so long, dude. 15 years, I can't believe it. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> unbelievable. That was kind of a cool move. This is what's kind of cool about this season, I think, is that this guy has got this wild style of fighting. It's got that Tarzan shit. See, that's all Japanese. This is somewhere outside of Tokyo or some shit. The suits are cool, man, I think. Yeah, they were fun. And then doing voiceovers for all this was funny as heck, too. Oh, ADR? Yeah. That was really funny, man. Is it? Was it just kind of like, kind of, was it awkward again? Or was it like, I mean, just, at first, just, just fun? At, well, both. But at first, sometimes, yeah, it was awkward. Obviously, once we got to know each other and all that, it was fun. But it's just there's moments where literally all you were doing is, ah, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. yeah. sounds like, what the hell yeah. are they doing in there? Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. But no, after it just became funny. And actually, Scott Scott Page, who did the ADR, uh -huh. he's got you know stuff on his computer about that we've said in there that oh my god, if that stuff ever got out, the kids just should never know. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> that move. Black Ranger just flipped backwards. By the way, just to keep everybody in sync. And you know, I was actually kind of happy that for this new movie that's coming out, it seems that they kept some type of bull for the Black Ranger. Uh huh. So I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What 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 was like your your character's like characteristics? Like, were you like the hothead, or I haven't really? No, he was actually the gentle giant. Oh, okay, you know, that's what was, it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, he's just super shy. Okay. He was like geeky. Yeah. But I was strong as hell, and I was the biggest Ooh. one. You were like strong nerd type. Exactly. Okay, that's exactly. cool. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. For sure. Bellorg. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I'm kind of liking this Bellorg character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These costumes have always been really awesome. The, everything I remember about Power Rangers was I always enjoyed the monster stuff. These cell phones, man. I think that the, the design of the cell phone kind of dates it. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I'd, I'd pick that up if that was an option at uh, cellular <laughs> provider. Man. I, th I think we need to get more goofy with cell phones. <laughs> That's hilarious. Look at that. That's cool. You know, it's funny because it, it's it's true. For me, my favorite cell phone ever was that Razor when it came oh, out. Yeah. That yeah. thing was awesome, man. It fits in your pocket perfect. Yeah. But it's just with all the things that we do on our phones now. You do. Oh, yeah. I mean, look what I have. It looks like a toaster. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, I think all that is Japanese footage. Did you, did they would like brief you on the, the did you watch the, well, uh, you said you didn't watch it though, huh? What's that? There's no like briefing of the, with the, this is what the Japanese version is. We're going to make the American version of this. No, no, no. Oh, we okay. would just see it because when we were doing ADR, uh -huh, obviously okay. that part was the Japanese right, part. Right, right. So, 
That's when we did that. This is cool here. That's for sure Japanese. All of that. For sure. Like a good half of the episode is just Japanese footage. That's what it feels like. (laughs) This is also in the mountains by the Hollywood sign. See, that's Japanese footage. This is not. This is up by those mountains. This actress is. I'm trying to think of what those mountains are called. It's literally right underneath the Hollywood sign. Okay. There's a park there. And there's there's some mountains which supposedly i think that's where they shot the bat cave for batman oh shit that's yeah that's like near uh gower that's like right exactly. in the middle of hollywood yeah there you go right it's there. it's weird because it's like right in the middle of the city exactly. but there's just one part yeah look at this you're flying away everything can be made into toys so easily you know this show is it's like it's made to sell toys. Oh, yeah, dude, I want that. <laughs> I really, really, like, I mean, I, I, I'm being a hypocrite because I haven't seen all the other ones, but I, I mean, I don't know, man. Me as a kid, I would, I look at this and I think our episode, you know, our series was really cool. Yeah. I yeah, think Wild Force yeah. was pretty damn good. Yeah, you know? it's, it's cool. Yeah. I watched the first episode yesterday, actually. I was yeah. like, I like this. This is cool. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy. This is like uh Yeah, we, that's Voltron. Japanese for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's all Japanese. How long would it take you to do, like, an episode? Uh, we did three episodes at a time so depending on what location we were at we would do little parts from each one okay but it would take three weeks Uh, okay but yeah for example like if we were at a certain location and and that location was let's say in episode one and then that same location in episode three we'd do you know those both parts on that day Hmm. which is that's what made it so tough at the beginning for me was you had to literally know three episodes at a time yeah that must have been confusing. At least at first. Yeah, for sure, at first. Well, look at this. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> they trapped the bell monster in a bell. <laughs> I like that bicycle kick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is your episode, huh? Yeah, and this was also shot over there in Santa Clarita by by Magic Mountain. Okay. Iron Bison. Hi, Danny. Did you remember what you wanted to tell me? Oh, I uh. She, this this girl here, I haven't seen the season. I'm sorry, but the. This girl here is not a ranger. She's just some other character you like in the show. Yeah, I just, she works at the flower shop and I fall in love with her. Is she still acting as well? She went on to do a couple things and, uh, but I don't really think she's acting anymore. Okay. But she's, I mean, bro, if you see pictures of her, she's only gotten hotter and hotter. Oh yeah? Yeah, she's beautiful. (laughs) Like while we were together, she did a a spread for Maxim magazine. Oh shit. Oh my God, she looked phenomenal. (laughs) (laughs) 
like a fine wine. Yeah, she she (laughs) aged very well. I think actually the last I've heard about her, she got married and had a baby not too long ago. Okay. So, but yeah, she was a great, great girl, man. That's kind of one of those that you say, man, if, if the timing would have been better, it'd be awesome to have stayed with her, you know? The one that got away? Sure. Yeah. To some to some degree, yeah. Was she from L.A.? Do you remember her? Uh, she was from San Jose. Okay. But yeah, she lived out here, and then uh, she was Filipino. Her mom was Filipino, oh, yeah. and her dad was American. Okay. So. But just a good person, you know? One yeah. of those good, good people. Oh, the freeze frame. Fucking awesome, dude. There you go, brother. That was the commentary for episode four, Never Give Up. Uh, only have like two more questions. Sure. And I was just wondering if, first one is, uh, if you could do a more adult Power Rangers or Sentai thing, how would you do it? Have you ever thought about this? Like a, like a, Maybe PG-13 or R. There was an R-rated thing that was online. Did mm-hmm. you see that? No, never saw it. There's a fan film that looks like it has a lot of money. James okay. Vanderbeek is in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and the girl from Battlestar is in it, too. It's insane. And uh-huh. the, the, yeah. black, the Black Ranger's doing coke in it. Really? <laughs> yeah. That would actually be awesome, man. Yeah. You know, like, to get to play a role like that where yeah. the Ranger is a grown man. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Shoot, I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a blast. It's still got monsters. They're wearing the suits, but there's a lot of, like, it's kind of like John Wick when they're shooting guns. The heads That's get blasted off. And awesome, shit. dude! I would love to be a part of something like that. Yeah. Hell yeah! Absolutely. I think this not just my personal opinion, but I think that there is a market for that. Yeah, I think so too, man. Of course. Like if you if you look at Logan and Deadpool, comic book properties rated R. Mm-hmm. Made shitloads of money. Yeah, I don't know if they do it with Power Rangers, but something along those lines. I've been, you know, like I said, like I've been kind of catching up on this stuff lately because the movie's coming out, mm-hmm. and I hadn't really thought about it since I was a kid a whole lot. Yeah, and it's just like I hate to even say this publicly, but it's like the ground's fertile here, man. You know, like yeah. they they could do something with this. No, I think you're absolutely right, and it would be definitely a super cool thing to do. You know, like a Deadpool. I think yeah. Deadpool changed so much yeah. about superheroes and stuff like that that yeah, I definitely there would be a market for it, man. I think so. For sure. People were talking about this is leading to the next question, but people say the new Power Rangers movie is too dark and too gritty or whatever. It's not the show, but it's like to me it's like that's what Power Rangers at least the movie should be mm-hmm. in 2017. Yeah, I agree. You know? And th- I mean, that's kind of my question. Like, how do you feel about what you've seen so far? Have you seen the movie or? No, no, I haven't seen the movie and I've okay. only seen a little bit of what the new trailers that are coming out. And I think it's cool, man. Yeah. I, yeah, I like it. I, I think it's, it's the way to go when you're going to go watch a movie. Right. Because on a series, I could see how you, you know, you keep it toned down and all that. But when you're going to watch a movie, it's like you're saying, man, it'd be cool to see, you know, realistic stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I agree with you 100%. Right. I think there's definitely a market in and that it would be done done well and people would go watch it right for right, right. sure did you guys have any questions i was going to ask if you'd seen the movie or like if you're going to a premiere or if like you get like when a power rangers movie comes out or something or you get a call that's like hey 
you want to come to this premiere like how that, i don't know i don't know that much about how that stuff works so yeah no uh we definitely don't get invited to the premiere or anything like that but i think i probably will go see the movie you know just just for the hell of it but no okay. we don't get invited or anything like that okay okay <laughs> it'd be nice well that's a shame yeah, <laughs> yeah i just think it's, there, there's too many of us you know rebooted oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i mean think about it 26 yeah. seasons yeah five or six rangers a season yeah 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 that's just a whole group of people that's a whole theater yeah basically so uh and plus saban tends to be cheap as hell with the right with you know the things that he does for for power rangers like uh -huh. he's a smart man he keeps the money for himself right <laughs> <laughs> did you ever meet sakamoto no okay he stays in japan I don't know who that is. Ko I think his name is Koichi Sakamoto. I oh, think Koichi, a... hell yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, you have? Oh, absolutely. Uh -huh. Man, he directed almost a whole bunch of episodes. Okay. Oh, yeah, Koichi, hell yeah. Yeah? Hell's yeah. Awesome, dude. Yeah? So awesome. One of the nicest people you could ever meet, man. So cool. Okay. And so talented. As a stunt guy, holy cow. He just, it's, he knows like kind of what this should be. Absolutely. No, yeah. he's great. He's awesome. Yeah, he directed us in a lot of episodes. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. So, no, we spent a lot of time with him. All right. Yeah, yeah, really cool guy. Koichi. All right. Joey, you got anything? Um, I was just kind of looking through your uh, IMDb. And, like, I saw that you were in uh, Speechless. Uh-huh. My wife and I watched that show. We liked that show. Cool, man. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I really don't have any questions. I think we kind of talked about most of the for Power Rangers and stuff. and yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I, uh, also, just, you know, if you guys want, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you can follow me on, on Instagram at Jack Guzman Actor all together. Okay. And, you know, that'll keep you up to date with what I'm doing and or, or if, what jobs I'm doing, you know, if anybody's interested. I was just awesome. about to ask you that. You have anything else you want to plug or anything? No, that's really it, man. Right. I don't do any Facebook. I don't do anything except right. Instagram. Right. So, yeah. Right. Jack Guzman, actor, all together. All right. I got you, man. I just sent the request. Oh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right, cool, man. I guess that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we we're going to catch you guys next time. Thanks for coming on, Jack Guzman. My pleasure, brother. Thanks, Jack. Thank you, guys. Thank Absolutely. Thank man. you so much. Thank you very much, man. Good to be here. It was fun. It was fucking awesome. That was Jack Guzman, everybody, the Black Ranger from Wild Force. It was fucking awesome that he came on board, and hopefully we can see him again sometime. Anyway, that's it. We'll check you guys later. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on we are basically on all social media <laughs> yeah, all social media mainly facebook and twitter and patreon check out the links in the description we have a lot of uh cool goals uh set up on our patreon like if you donate a dollar you'll be able to uh give us a topic for us to talk about and that's we'll talk tough. about for maybe an hour or more who knows yeah. how long it'll take and that's pretty tight <laughs> That's the coolest thing. <laughs> Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. If you and we can make money. What? <laughs> if you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. If you give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> you get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. 
I have a million I'll give you Joey for a weekend. <laughs> $30,000 will help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. Superhouse Gigolo Project 2017. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>